Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Two Wolves Wellness Podcast. I'm Roslyn. I'm Austin. And I'm Nick. And we are back for another week. And this week we decided to do a fun, um, kind of almost interactive thing. Something that you all can get involved with and then we can, can get discussing on our social pages. But we are doing, or actually we took three different kind of personality tests and we are going to delve into the results and whether or not we agree with them disagree with them maybe it's some things we don't realize about ourselves that the others do it's going to be fun but first we are jumping back into an article to start off the episode this one comes from a couple years ago but we just kind of recently found it and found it really interesting and we'd love to dig deeper and kind of find more research to see if this is really the case but um, according to a University of Alabama study, it apparently determined that people who get a lot of tattoos actually have a better immune response. Um, it turns out that people who get their first tattoo kind of have a stress response. Your body kind of um, releases a stress hormone of cortisol. And then um, they took a group of volunteers who were eager to get lots of tattoos and basically had them go back and then they tested their blood and their body's responses and found that their body only had a slight response, like a slight stress response. And they were actually more uh, immune responsive. So very interesting that your body can adapt after getting tattoos. I, th I think, you know, when I, when I when I hear this, I mean, I, I definitely, the thing that comes to mind is, you know, what doesn't kills you, kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> um, so in some ways, I, c I could see that. I, I am, you know, but then I also think there are lots of things that stress us out on a daily basis, but we're not healthier for it. Yeah. You know, so that's why I think, I think that's such an interesting point of view and kind of maybe an unintuitive, you know, like from the that that aspect of, you know, whenever I get stressed, my immune system goes down. I'm not even talking about just physical pain. I'm talking, yeah. you know, anything going on in my life that, you know, you have a high a high stress level on, whether it be work or, uh, you know, s you know, school, whatever it may be. Um, so I, I I find that I find that interesting. I mean, Nick, can you think of anything? Well, it's like getting into a cold tub. Okay. You're putting your body yeah. in, in any stress like that, or getting into the sauna, or you know, any high amount of stress is going to cause it a response Reaction. um what's interesting, so it kind of makes sense what's interesting to me though is i also think about like and this might be a totally different system of the body so this might not even really relate but like allergic reactions like if someone's allergic to something the first time you might have like a slight response but if someone's allergic to something and they like interact it for the second time it's always worse that's probably something different yeah hmm. yeah this is more of like your immune system reacting rather than i guess an allergic response from the body. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe maybe a different way to saying that is like the first time you get, you know, it's like why vaccinations are so important. The first time mm -hmm. you get a disease, your body kind of builds up the resistance to it, so the next time it it can properly fight it off. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like kickstarting that response. Yeah, by which tattoos. yeah, which I mean. You think about the cultural aspects of tattoos and and kind of you know our the the generation that was before us, our parents, and how they respond to tattoos and things like that. Um, Can you imagine a time where it's like a suggested 
like some crazy way it becomes a suggested like oh stay healthy by getting tattoos right <laughs> yeah yeah take that mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> anyways but yeah i mean increasing your immune system isn't really the same as getting a vaccination right yes ultimately of course so but anyways just like yeah just it's like cool getting thing. in a cold tub cool thing to find out and maybe it's true maybe it's not i'm sure if there's anything to it they'll study it more and we'll find out more in the future but to jump in so we decided to take three different personality tests um the first two are more of like an answer choosing one and then the last one is more of like set by your personal information so the first one we chose to do was the myers-briggs personality test this is kind of your classic personality test um, and just kind of what everybody knows of. And then people make memes about it and you find out what character you might be based on your personality type and everything. It's a very popular test. So we're starting with Nick today and Nick's going to tell us what his personality is. And we're going to tell him if we think it's accurate or not. Um, <laughs> I am INTJ. So introverted, intuitive, thinking, judging. So basically like the larger points of INTJ um, they seek alone time and avoid large groups of people, focus on the big picture rather than the details, make logical based decisions and f- follow in, in, um, intuition. They set ambitious goals for themselves and others, uh, pursue deeper understanding and complex topics. That is very much you. Yeah. I thought it was pretty close to well, me. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, the, <laughs> the introvertedness thing is, is very interesting when you know obviously we're really close to each other and we we talk and uh you know but uh, seeing you around i definitely definitely can see that and then i mean i think the rest of your you know those characteristics you just said they kind of lead you down your your science path that you've done yeah mm-hmm. yeah no it says the two career choices are science and engineering two main career choices yeah, I mean, you're such you, a like you thrive on like understanding complex things like yeah. you love like delving into like topics like scientific topics and when you were doing your chemistry studies in college like you when you can understand that you're like on top of your game yeah some of the strengths that were listed are ability to solve complicated problems deeply rooted ambition and drive constant thirst for knowledge natural unwavering self-confidence un or willingness to explore new ways of thinking and then some of the blind spots were struggling to understand emotional expressions accidentally overlooking the small details potential to grow arrogant in situations that challenge them um withdrawing from obligations that require socialization and tendency to to be judgmental towards others (laughs) do you find yourself judging us often nick yes (laughs) (laughs) but keep this in mind for when we get to our third test the point of you not paying attention to the smallest details, something will come up when I talk about it later that's going to be like, why? Okay. This is so weird. Interesting. Uh, I can't wait to share it. But, oh, my God. And it's not so, like, Nick doesn't judge people, like, just for fun. Like, he analyzes situations and, like, thinks about why a person does something a certain way and either agrees or disagrees. Like, that's his judgment of other people. It's like... How did they handle a, situ- a situation? Did they do it the way he would have done it? And does he agree or disagree? It's not like I'm judging you because you seem 
silly or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's not like a for fun kind of thing. It's like an analytical <laughs> thing. <laughs> that seems so accurate, though. That's crazy. Yeah. I need to find where it says my weaknesses because I didn't notice that. What do you think, Austin? You think that's accurate of Nick? Yes, it's very, very accurate of Nick. And, and I... Although, I mean, the, the arrogance thing's kind of interesting. I've never seen you be arrogant about what you know. You're yeah, usually pretty well, good about, you know. I think being dyslexic has slightly to where I'm not arrogant because I'm always questioning myself. I'm confident. I'm just not. I think it's the confidence thing. Yeah. Like when you know like, you know something, you're very confident about it. And if someone didn't know, you were just like talking about what you know. Yeah. And that sentence was just a lovely sentence in itself. It's like they they might you might come off as being arrogant because you're so confident in what you know. Yeah. That might be kind of what it is. Okay, Austin. You next. Okay, so I was actually very surprised by mine. So I got ENFP and this is something that I've done. Do you want to explain what each word is? I don't know if we did that for Sure. Um, so ENFP is extroverted, intuitive, feeling, perceiving. And I think that there is something to this test of when you take it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, every time I've taken this test before, I've always gotten ENTJ. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I got INTJ, but I was probably feeling a little blue that day. Um, but um, hey, introverts are blue. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, get, you're feeling a little down. You don't want to be around people. But uh, yeah, no, this is this is really interesting to get ENFP, but. Um, I, I think it really fits a little bit better with how I've been more recently. Uh, so, you know, ENFPs are both idea people and people people. You are definitely who, a people people. Yeah, <laughs> who see everyone and everything as part of a cosmic whole. Um, you know, ENFPs often have strong, if sometimes surprising, values and viewpoints. Uh, they tend to use their social skills and contacts to persuade others, gently, though enthusiastically, <laughs> of the rightness of these views. <laughs> Uh, one of the things I thought was interesting uh, was later on where it says ENFPs have what some call a silly switch. Uh, they can be intellectual, serious, all business for a while, but whenever they get the chance, they flip that switch and become Captain Wild Child. It's in all caps, <laughs> uh, which I thought was oh quite gosh. funny. The scourge That's of really the accurate. yeah yeah. Sometimes they may even appear intoxicated when the switch is flipped. Oh, um, have people said? Uh, yeah, I know. I don't. I don't think anybody thinks that. Um, but I will say that I have found myself. You know, I, I do think in the workplace, I, I tend to do that. I, I tend to lighten the mood uh, with uh, the seriousness of what we're doing every day, working in the medical device industry. Yeah. Um, you know, with 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 just, you know, like a joke every now and then to make, you know, people uh, just, you know, I, I look at the workplace and it's kind of a, an aside, but we spend so much time there. You yeah. should have fun everywhere. And, and maybe that's just where my ENFP comes from, you know, maybe. having, <laughs> I want to have fun all the time. You want to be miserable at work. Yeah, Captain <laughs> Wildchild. Um, that's so funny. No, I think that's because what listeners might not totally get at this point about your personality, Austin, is that you are such a people person. You are like the extrovertedness of your result is so, like, I feel like you probably thrive so much about you're always with people, whether yeah. you're at work or 
in your free time, you're like always around the people you care about. You have no free time right now. You have no free time. No, I, I don't. You're too social. <laughs> I've taken so much on, uh, which is which is good. And, and it's funny. One of the jobs that it says ENFPs would be good at is sales managers, Hey-o. which is exactly, you know, what I'm doing right now in a sense. So, uh, you know, I I think this, this was just a very interesting answer uh, for this test, just like I said, because I've never gotten this before. But the more I, you know, I kind of learned and studied about it, the more I thought, this is who I am right now. I've, yeah. I've really, instead of, you know, the ENTJ is really more of like a, a commander. It's a, a, like a, it's like a leader person. I think my, my focus on that changed probably in the last year because I've decided, you know, I'm going to get there, but I need to build a coalition of support. Um, and, and so I'm spending my time focusing on the people and relationships that I'm going to need when I get to that position. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, it's okay. And, you know, I think this is an important thing to say. It's okay for your personality to change a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you're always growing. So, mm-hmm. of course, it's going to change. And, you know, the values that I had, you know, I was a lot more individualistic. I was thinking more about my career as, like, the thing that I needed to focus on. But now... You know, I'm I'm very much enjoying my life more that I I'm a little more established. I'm a little more set up in terms of financial, um, and I'm really trying to be take more adventure, do more exploration, which is yeah. I think something that ENFP completely fits into. That's really interesting. Yeah, mine. So this is the same one that I've gotten. I think I took this probably in college, so several years back. But I got INFJ, which is introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. Um, and what was interesting to me is that this is one letter off from Nick and yet so entirely different. <laughs> so Nick is like the thinker and I'm the feeling and it's just like such a huge difference. But basically what stuck out to me is that INFJs are distinguished by their complexity of character and the unusual range of their depths of talents. And I feel like I'm probably good at a lot of things, maybe not to expert level but like I have a wide variety of skills and talents but at the same time INFJs tend to be idealists and because of their J preference for closure and completion they are generally doers as well as dreamers which I feel like is very much me like I I set time aside for dreaming and being like okay what do I want my goals to be in life what do I really want to accomplish but then at the meat of it I'm like okay I've got to get got to get the job done so I think that this kind of personality is very uh i don't know if it's balanced but very complex in the sense that like you're preoccupied with your goals and your dreams but then at the same time you're very um rational and like you know what really needs to get done in your reality which i find very interesting um but yeah so their other thing that was interesting is that INFJs are sometimes mistaken for extroverts because they appear so outgoing and are so genuinely interested in people, but I get refueled by being, like having my own relaxed time. Like I, there is absolutely no way ever that I could ever feel refueled by being around a lot of people. Like that exhausts me, like totally <laughs> exhausts me. Crowds exhaust me, having to be social for long hours, like... Even if it's family, like even at like an all day family get together, I'm like exhausted. But after work, it's sometimes hard to get oh my you gosh, to go over yeah. to after work too. But <laughs> then at the same time, I house. know people are like, oh my gosh, you're like so, you're like so fun and you're so out there and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. just interesting. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely see that. I uh, can definitely, <laughs> I, you know, I, that's why I think it's, I think it's cool that you've gotten more into meditation. You've gotten more into um, these kind of self, self-actualization methods and techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, you're, you've focused so much on how the most efficient way to recharge from those moments because yeah. of how oh like God, draining it like is so. <laughs> so like you've you've started developing these techniques for yourself in order to to compensate for for dealing with that which i think is obviously very healthy and well what's <laughs> funny is like one of the things that it mentions is infjs are system builders so like <laughs> to build mm, a that's system what I am too. yeah to build a system around the most efficient way to recharge and relax <laughs> is very like applicable to how i function but yeah, very interesting. Well, no wonder you guys work so well together as a married We're couple. Two system Isn't builders. Interesting. <laughs> so what was the part that you said? Remember that. Oh, it's on the, well, on the it's personality. Gonna come up oh, it's in on a the different uh, test. So that was the you don't always often pay attention to the smallest details. Yeah, I just didn't yeah, know it's if it coming was in this later. One. Oh, okay. No, you're gonna it's have to wait coming. till the end, folks. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> Anyways, any last thoughts on the Myers Briggs? What do we? think? Yeah, there was one thing I forgot to mention. Um, it says to complicate complicate matters people of this type are usually extremely private and can often be uh, naturally impassive as well which makes them easy to misread and misunderstand perhaps the most fundamental problem however is that intjs really want people to make sense (laughs) this sometimes results in a particular uh, naivety uh, paralleling that of many f's so it goes into like the other Yeah. Ones, but yeah, that's, that, that's, that's really that, funny. That's I just actually, want people to make sense. It's a, very true. <laughs> that is that, a, that is never going to happen. <laughs> I just well, that's like one thing that not arguments, but just like frustration between the two of us is sometimes Roz says something and it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and Nick then she has gets a hard. So I think it really does tie into that personality of like Nick knows things a certain way, like he's learned something a certain way. And it's not that you're set in stone because, I mean, you change all the time. But what's funny is it's like you get stuck on the way you think about something. And so it's hard for Nick to be like, no, that doesn't make sense. You're not making sense to me. <laughs> so it's really yeah. funny that that's a point. I will say one of the one of the interesting things you just said was when you when you're first meeting people, they can be, you said, like impassive and, and you know, kind of hard to read and understand. I definitely felt that the first time I met you because you like didn't say anything and I and and I was like well, well I introduced myself and I right but like I'm like what do I do with this yeah. like you know like I, I often unless somebody you know if I can figure out something you know obviously we had Rosin in common but it would have been kind of weird to just be like so what do you think about Roz well so to put some history here so the way that we all know about each other and I'm sure we've talked about this so I've known Austin my entire life we're basically siblings we grew up I mean, ever since you were two. So it's been a lifetime of knowing each other. Nick and I are married. We met in college. So the two of them met much later on in life. So, yeah, that's really funny. Which isn't Nick's fault. I mean, it's, you <laughs> no. know, like, what are you supposed I, to be like? I was evaluating the situation. My entire life. Like. Yeah, you were definitely evaluating. I mean, I was also meeting your parents for the first time, too. Very and it was like a bunch of people over. So I was just, you know. And being yeah. an I, he was. I think your Aunt Gay was over as well. Yeah. There's so, a bunch of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Well, I, I mean, was, and I just didn't, I guess I didn't know at the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I had to evaluate the situation. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't know what was going on. Didn't know you. 
So yeah, so I mean, I think the most the the most interesting thing for this for me is just the sudden like the just a dramatic change. Yeah, to have two letters change on me um, was very surprising, but I I do think it did kind of capture my current state state yeah. of what I'm what I'm doing and 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 what I'm you know accomplishing. I yeah, guess. I think it's pretty darn accurate, honestly. Um, I think for me, what I'm finding out more and more is the importance of the introverted nature of myself and the intuitive version uh, nature of myself like the intuition part I've always been like a good reader of situations but I never really gave myself credit for it like I thought it was just like oh yeah I knew that that was going to happen or oh yeah like I understood that about that person before they said it but I think more and more as I'm getting older that's becoming very important yeah but yeah okay let's move on so the second test we took was the Enneagram. And none of us were exceptionally thrilled with this. The questions now, just don't seem fair. <laughs> now, I will say this about Enneagram is I think this would be a better, I think this is a better test if you can get one of the paid versions. Probably, yeah. Um, we did choose all free there's versions. Not as, there's not as many free options for this out there. Um, but we're going to, we. this is one that I saw um, a couple of my friends posting about on social media and the like, and, and I thought it was interesting, you know, obviously because Myers-Briggs and everything, just to try something else and see kind of what... But uh, the questions are very interesting. So the questions are more um, one versus one as opposed to uh, Myers-Briggs, which is how much do you identify with the, th with the statement? Yeah, it's like a range. This one's a you pick one or the other. So I think what they're trying to do is show... They're trying to identify what you value. So this is more of a values, you know, and it's putting things in direct conflict um, with with the questions. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that. Um, so I'll start with this one. It, so basically you go through all of the questions that are either like one or the other um, and it gives you your top four numbers. So my top or your top three numbers. So mine was type four, the individualist, type one, the reformer and type seven, the enthusiast. Um, and I don't know, I would assume the ranking is, uh, important, but basically, so the individualist was my top one. And that one is that people have, you would have sensitive feelings and are warm and perceptive. Um, so I definitely agree with that, but the interesting thing is it says how to get along with me. Give me plenty of compliments. They mean a lot to me. Be a supportive friend or partner. And the compliments thing just hit me and I was like, I don't necessarily need people to like talk me up. But maybe I'm just reading into it wrong. Why are you making a face? You don't making a face. But <laughs> it's not that you don't need people to talk you up. You just prefer to. I mean, you want to have good com like compliments. Like think about work. Like if somebody. If I do something. You want to be good. Acknowledged. Sure. Okay. Okay. okay, so that's... I can see that. Yeah. Sure, fine. Okay. It's not it's talking not just, up. Yeah, it's not... Hey, it's not like I walk through the door to hang out with you guys and it's like, hey, Roz, you're awesome today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think... Uh, <laughs> that's also not a very good compliment, but... Yeah, we'll that's be more true. specific. <laughs> so then the next section is like, um, what I like about being a four, the individualist, and it says, my ability to find meaning in life and to experience feeling at a deep level. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, admiring what is noble, truthful, and beautiful in life. Uh, my creativity, intuition, that's coming up on everything, and sense of humor. So I think it's all pretty pretty accurate, but I think this compared to Myers-Briggs is a little bit less detailed, which is fine. I mean, it's more of like an overview, it seems. 
Um, but yeah, so that was my top one. I don't think we need to dive too deep into the others. The reformer is basically realistic, conscientious, and principled. I do very much um, identify with the importance of like following the rules and stuff. I'm very responsible. <laughs> And then you can be responsible and not follow rules. Well, fine. Okay. <laughs> Responsibility is important to me. Um, and then the third one was the enthusiast, which is just energetic, lively, and optimistic. They want to contribute to the world. So I think that's all generally accurate for me, but at the same time, just less detailed, which is fine. Right. And, and you know, so I, I, I too got the individualist, which, which for is your number one, for number. my number one. Yes. <laughs> which is, which is kind of interesting. Um, it really comes, I, 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 when I saw that immediately, I thought of how I'm an only child <laughs> and that, that drives so much of, uh, where, you know, what, what comes to mind when I think of being an individual. Um, you know, one of the things that I thought was interesting about it was it says what's hard about being a four, um, you know, feeling guilty when I disappoint people. Absolutely. Feelings of self hatred and shame, that believing I don't deserve to be loved. I mean, well, I know that's like that. That sounds very dramatic. Sometimes I think that that part is tough. Um, I, I do find myself sometimes thinking, "I wish this person cared more about me because I care about them a lot, and I wish I could feel that." And 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 that's obviously a personal thing. It's not like, uh, and I and I think it speaks to being an individualist. Yeah. Um, without getting too much deeper into that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a rabbit hole in and of itself. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is interesting for, for my three types. I got the individualist, the enthusiast, and the loyalist. Um, the loyalist was very interesting um, as one, uh, just because it's, it's talking about uh, loyalty to family, friends, groups, and causes. And that's something that I've identified as, as very important to me is loyalty. Yeah. Um, I, I think... You know, when it comes to if you're going to spend time on this planet with somebody and you're going to make them an important part of your life, I think there should be some reciprocation in that in order to make a relationship work for me. Yeah. Um, I have a very hard time caring about people who don't care about me, which I don't think is a non-universal thing. Yeah. Um, no, that's interesting. But but that was one that I, I thought was interesting that this pulled out. That it was, hey, you know, this this is an, a, an important part of you. Well, it goes back to your what you said about the Myers-Briggs. Like, the change is often that you, like, move from, like, your career-centered thinking to, like, no, I want to be around these people that I care about. Right. It's interesting. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Nick? What was yours? Um, mine was Type 7, the Enthusiast. Um. That was your top one? That yeah. Was his top one. Interesting. That's why I didn't like this one. I just don't think that. that <laughs> I don't. What's your I don't think it's two? me. Uh, the investigator and the achiever. See, those, those make more so sense. Yeah. The enthusiast, like, uh, as we already kind of talked about, but some of the things it says, like, what I would like about being uh, the enthusiast is being optimistic and not letting life's troubles get me down. Being spontaneous and free spirited. Being outspoken and outrageous. Like, it well, doesn't feel so like. Well, so here's it, one other thing that does seem. Don't try to change my style. Accept me the way I am. That's important to you. Yeah, but there are maybe bits and pieces, yeah. but not the overwhelming is not yeah, that. So I would maybe sure. say type five is probably my top. The investigator. I think so too. Having a need for knowledge and the introverted curiosity, analytical and insightful. Very much you. Yeah. For sure. So. Yeah, this one was interesting. It's 
Maybe you're right, Austin. Like the paid version would get much more accurate. We're yeah. just grabbing bits and pieces of it. Yeah, I mean the you know I mean it still had quite a number of questions on it, um, and I and I do think they do challenge you to think about what you value more. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of a different. You know, whereas Myers-Briggs asks you how much you value one particular thing, this is definitely a comparative one. So it's just a different way of, of taking a look at, you know, how do you discover your true self? Yeah. You know, is it through, you know, putting pitting values against one another or is it ident how much you identify with a particular value? Yeah. They do. I think there are definitely a lot of similarities between the two of what they've picked out, which is interesting. Anyways, I think we all kind of think Myers-Briggs a little bit over this one. But any last yeah. thoughts before we move on? Okay, we're moving on. And this is very exciting. I really like this last one. So, we decided... <laughs> this was our this is our woo-woo one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this showed up on Instagram and I clicked it just because I was... The other day. It was like free. And I was... We're about I was to go bored. to bed. We're about to go to sleep. But yeah, why don't you go ahead and explain what what we just what we did? So we did a numerology uh, test. I guess you could say it's not yeah. really a test, and but numerology is is a belief in the divine and or mystical relationship between a number and one or more coincidence coincidencing events. It is also the study of numerical value of the letters and the words. Names and ideas is often associated with the paranormal alongside astrology, a similar um, divinitary arts. So if you had read that before I did this, I'd be like, this is a bunch of silliness and I don't believe it. And this is ridiculous. Like, how could this determine what a person is? But I am almost, almost freaked out by how accurate this was. Like, this is really kind of strange yeah it, it says numbers can be broken down systematically to reveal your best attributes your weaknesses and even your desires it is important to keep an open mind <laughs> as you experience your numerology report because it can get pretty intense yeah. and i think i think an important distinction also for this conversation is that we have not shared our numbers with each other yet. we have not this is this no. will actually be the first time we revealed it now Austin was doing his while we were in the room and i really wanted to listen but he was saying no <laughs> <laughs> they were making faces at me, so we heard words. We heard accurate things. Sounded, <laughs> yeah. So Nick, like go ahead with yours. Well. Okay, so <laughs> so the first like, number. Do you want me to explain them, or do you have them pulled up? You can go ahead. Okay, so the first number that this test, and we'll make sure to put the links to all of these tests in like the show notes, so that you can go and take them and get on our Facebook pages and stuff, and just start talking about it. But the first number is the life path number. This uncovers your most fulfilling direction and major lessons you're meant to learn. So it's just, I think, a more general number as to kind of what your characteristics are. And this was done by taking your first name and, date and, of birth. and your yeah. date of birth. And it uses the Pythagorean alphabet, which is basically takes A, B, C, D all the way to number nine. Yeah. Is it zero to nine or one to nine? I don't like, remember. Yeah. It calculates. And, it yeah. And makes a number from your name as well but so my life path number is six um so some of like the, the big, things. big things were uh sensitive and empathetic responsibility to serve um are important qualities for me i'm always looking to support a greater cause and um i'm intelligent creative naturally very balanced people often seek me out for advice and support um, and that's because people 
it's because I provide profound wisdom and without judgment. Um, I am humble yet a strong sense yet have a strong sense of pride in everything I do. So, so how do you think that stacks up with your personality? I think it's pretty close. <laughs> the only thing, because I am humble, like so, most of it was correct. I'm incredibly amazing I'm at being so humble. humble. What was interesting <laughs> is that um, people come to me because you provide profound wisdom without judgment, which is true. People I don't. People do come to you a lot. Yeah, and I don't. It's, it's interesting because I, I don't judge people like how people typically think of like judgmental like oh he's just judgmental like honestly you can do whatever you want you be you yeah um that's always your bottom line but you do provide like a like, thought on like how someone should handle a situation yeah so in in most ends yeah in most cases i'm not judgmental but like for the other tests like how it said that that was one of my high like it is in the sense of I'm judging the actions and for myself, I wouldn't do those. Yeah. You either agree or disagree, but you're open to someone. Yeah. Choosing like a different I can, way. Prov- like I can give judgment on something internally. Yeah. But not be judgmental in the sense that like everyone else, like you kind of take it outwardly. Like yeah. you're not like, like I was saying earlier, like you're not judging just to be fun and be like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Well, and I'm not judging in the sense, like you can live your life however you want. I'm just not, gonna necessarily do that yeah if that makes and, sense and yeah i mean nick and i've had a lot of conversations about things i'm going through or or whatever and and i would say that one of the things that you do is you just make sure that the person you're talking to is aligned in what they want yeah with the oh, outcome yeah. and actions in which they <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's like i mean i think that's very non-judgmental yeah. I, I think of that as a very much more of a let's make sure that you're doing you the way you say you want to do yeah you. exactly <laughs> yeah because instead of putting it in your own perspective it's really just making sure in their context that they're good yeah and in the case i am judging the actions to make sure that they're okay but i'm not doing it in a like your typical judgmental way yeah your personal prism yeah their prism yeah yeah so yeah i thought it was pretty close that is pretty close so the next number is your destiny number or expression number and did you want to? Yeah. So this number highlights your natural talents and abilities. Um, it reveals what you're meant to accomplish in this lifetime. It's calculated by your full name at birth. So the way that they lay out the alphabet aligns with certain numbers. So it calculates this whole yeah, thing same, for you. Yeah. Same Pythagorean. Yeah. Uh, alphabet. And they say it's an interface of your personal history up to the moment of your birth. It's the blueprint blueprint of your potential of who you are and. Um, yeah, basically, it just shows your potentials and your gifts. And and just to be clear, it's literally your name. Yeah, it's That's your name it. at birth. That is it. That is all they're pulling off of this to figure yeah. out what number you are. Which I just, I it's just mind blowing. It me. is mind blowing. All right, Nick, what was your number? So my number is four, um, and this goes with patience and stability, um, and intellect. You have the natural ability to keep both feet on the ground and stay grounded. Your strongest inner gift is your ability to put your head down and focus on a task at hand. You get stuff done, done properly, which makes you a force to be reckoned with. Um, yeah, that was all pretty accurate. Nick is like, when he's, de- so when Nick decides he's going to get something done, there is no talking to him. There is no distracting him. Like, he now it may take down. a while to get 
me to decide that I'm going to get. So like if yeah. it's a task that I don't necessarily want to do, yeah. it might take me a while to get to that point. But if it's something that I one want to do and two, it needs to get done. Yeah, I don't like it's getting done. It's like he puts blinders on and it's like six hours later. I yeah, it's like, oh, hey, water in. <laughs> are you hungry? Yeah, but the task is done. But it's done. And, and it's, it's done really well. Done accurately. Yeah. For sure. That's really accurate of you. Um, one thing it did say was failure only, only knocks at your door when you take on too much at, at once. Um, you're often called upon to lead new projects, which was true. Um, assume positions of responsibility and lead, you can lead, uh, leave feeling limited and overwhelmed, uh, especially when others don't have the same worth, work ethic as you do. So like, I know a lot of projects in school, like I'd want to get stuff done and People were just people would yeah. not. Yeah, if someone's like procrastinating or being lazy about something, and you're ready to be like done, I can definitely see that you would be annoyed. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was all pretty accurate. <laughs> it's crazy. This is, this all from a number. That was from his name. That was from his name. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then yeah, the positions of responsibility. Like, it's gonna sound funny, but like this happens a lot it where does. I get involved in something and. You know, a couple months later, they're already giving me leadership p- leadership positions yeah. that people that have been part of like association for multiple years aren't even getting these positions. Yeah, this so, just like, happened recently. Too. Yeah, so like our, my roller hockey league, I was only playing with them for three months, and all of a sudden they made me a captain and one of the heads of this organization, and now I'm h- helping them with all their social yeah, stuff and trying to promote things. and yeah, a bunch of stuff internally. And you didn't and ask was, for it. I didn't like, ask you for it. I didn't even talk. I just, I had only talked to them a couple times um, about some, like, an idea. Like, I wanted to make a hat for them. Um, that's pretty much it. Other than that, I just showed up. I played. And for whatever reason, I just. It's just a testament to your character of, like, My energy that dedicated. I put off, I guess, it just is like, oh, he'd be a good leader. Let's put him at the top. Yeah. That happened, and this is going to sound funny, but it's happened in World of Warcraft. <laughs> um, in, our, in our guild, I joined uh two weeks later no not even that a week later they liked me so much and they're like you're really smart you like you're very clearly able to decide right from wrong and like what we should be doing and analytical which Mm -hmm. was true and they're like why don't you go ahead and be one of the officers and then ultimately i became one of the the number two of the whole guild was because of this like leadership that i just happened to have yeah and i don't ever ask for it you don't you never do it, ha- it happened in when I was in uh, high school. I, I was on the pastoral council for our church. Yeah. And I, I got invited to go to the meeting. I, I was like, there's no way that they're going to have a kid. Beyond. Never has there ever been, and there still has not ever been, a child <laughs> or a teenager on crazy. the pastoral, coun- pastoral council. You had to go up and give like a speech, and I said what I wanted to say. And for whatever reason, I was elected and put on the pastoral council twice. That's crazy. How old were you? Uh, 14 when I started and 18 when I was done or something like that. Okay. It is crazy because you don't go out there hungry for leadership. Like you go out there just because you're wanting to be involved and then it literally gets handed to you. Yeah. That's the craziest part. And that it picked like that your number. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It happened with the youth group. It happened. There's so many instances where it just. I get thrown into a leader leadership position without even asking. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, it was interesting. Anyways. 
So uh, the last number is the soul urge number. So this is also known as your heart's desire number. This represents your inner you and exposes your deepest cravings and urges, likes and dislikes. It reveals the true intention behind most of your actions and decisions and reveals your true purpose. It gives you what your soul needs to grow and evolve. But what's interesting about this, okay, so this is also your your name and it asked your marital status. Yeah. So, yeah. but with this, it only looks at the vowels in your name and calculates the number. So what they say with numerology is that you're, the consonants represent public personality and outward traits. They're kind of like harsher sounding letters. I don't know. Something about that is your outward state. The vowels are smoother. Um, I think they said like on the breath of your, your voice or whatever. And so they are what represent your inner nature. So that's what the soul urge number is. So my soul urge number was five. Um, and it said I had multiple gifts. Great. I'm a great storyteller and can charm the socks off of anyone. <laughs> you are fun, loving, adaptable, and full of life. You seek freedom and variety above all else and are constantly trying new things. Um, Do you think so, that's accurate? Do you seek freedom and variety and then you constantly try new things? Like, is that what deep down you want to be doing? Yeah, yeah, in a sense. I mean, it depends on what you mean by like freedom. Like, I'm not just wanting to strip down and live in the woods and be completely free yeah but like the freedom to be able to do whatever i want whenever i want to yeah yeah and like i do like having variety variety of things things. like for example when working at the pharmacy the reason i didn't become a pharmacist was because every day you're doing the exact same thing yeah you're counting pills and giving the pills to the patient you're hardly ever talking to the patients about the prescription or what they should do or giving them advice or anything like that. Because even when you ask them, like, do you want to speak to the pharmacist or the pharmacist says, do you, do you want to talk about the prescription? Nobody has time for that. So they say no. <laughs> it was like, I, I could not do something that had no variety at all. That's true. I had forgotten about that. And that is one thing about these things that I always kind of, you know, there is a little interpretation required in oh, yeah. being free me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and like I was saying earlier, I don't know how much with this, but like with the Myers-Briggs and Enneagram too, there is an element of like, you can probably adapt what they're telling you. Like you can kind of like fit it into yourself. So that's why I try to do these things with like a very open mind of like, no, I yeah. don't want to <laughs> make it work for what they're saying. Sure. But anyways, anything um, else? I have a strong dislike of being held down or forced into a mold of any kind. I think that's pretty darn Pretty sure. We all agree yeah. on that. <laughs> um... I'm adaptable, but can often feel scattered, disorganized, or pulled in too many directions. Yes. It's very true. Also true. Um, there was one other thing. Stuck out to you? Yeah. Um, you can. Maybe you'll find it when you come back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'll find it at some point. Okay. Um, well, that's crazy, because I think the majority, like 90% of what that told you was fairly accurate, based on yeah. your birthday and oh. Uh, one thing it did say is I have good things coming down Hell yes. my path. Let's do that. In the near future. Be a pretty terrible uh, personality oh. test. If it was like, uh, <laughs> you have doom and gloom up ahead. You probably should, I wonder if it does say that. You should that probably batten down the hatches. <laughs> okay, so the part of your soul urge number is that it should have told you what your soul needs for you to like thrive. Did it tell you that? Um, or do you need to like look and find what that said? 
So I think that would be interesting. What do you mean by soul needs to thrive? It, it told you like what your soul needed to achieve your like true happiness. Look for it. We'll move on to Austin. But look okay. For it. All right. Yeah. Okay, Austin, your turn. All right. First so number. I think it's interesting because I, I, so far I got all different numbers from Nick. So I did too. Okay. I wonder if, okay. Uh, yeah. So interesting. Okay. So for my life path, I got uh, the number four. You uh, got six, right? I got a six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, mine is uh, basically it says if you focus on leadership, you want to figure out how things work. You support yourself and those around you. Um, this this comes from your honesty and diligence that you put into all these relationships. Um, you have a tendency to overwork and spread yourself too thin. Um but you still act as a guide uh, for others through adversity, which I thought was kind of an interesting point. <laughs> My dear friend, there's not a single thing that you just said that I disagreed with. I know. I, I think that's a, that's a very, uh, yeah. So it so, all describes you, so carry on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously I, I do want to understand how things work from like a systemic way you uh, love doing that in your job just to like yeah. pull an example you love doing that all the time well, on yeah. everything <laughs> very very true um and and the honesty and diligence thing i thought was really that was a small detail that i i think was interesting because if there's one thing that i think i'm asking people more and more as i get older it's it's to be honest with me yeah um I find it just makes things a whole lot easier. I I do think. I mean, you've said that to the last three girls that you've dated. I know, and only like one <laughs> of them least. has actually freaking done it. Yeah, so. but still. <laughs> you know, I, I I think the relationships that are the most important to me are the ones I can be the most honest with, and and obviously that's kind of a generic statement because, but but I do think it it goes back towards, you know, there's some other things here I'll get into, but the women who are interesting to me that I look for in partnerships are the ones who are honest with me. Yeah. Um, and, and that's basically like a major gating item. So I think that's interesting. I brought it up. Uh, so for leadership also stuck out to me because you do like you strive to be like managing or kind of in a higher role. Yeah. And yeah, that's obviously, you know, I, I have a lot of goals for myself that, I want to achieve and part of that is getting to the point where I can affect larger change and the way you do that is you have people under you so that you can manage a team. Yeah. Um, Very interesting. But I, I do, you know, all those things that we talked about before, I mean, honesty, you know, and diligence, I mean, those, those are really important to me. I want to, I want to be a good manager for people, but haven't gotten there yet. So we're going <laughs> to, we'll, we'll get there though. <laughs> um, so my expression number was seven. Okay. Uh, so this, so is, this is natural talents and abilities. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so this it actually uh, the the main thing it fo focused on was you focus on the spirit, uh, which huh? Which how, knowing how do they me, explain that? <laughs> wow. So the way they kind of describe it is you're very creative and philosophical. Hmm. Uh, big so. picture thinker. <laughs> big picture thinker. Ding ding ding. Uh, <laughs> You know, you 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 find yourself failing when you're held up by trivial details. Okay. Um, I, I thought this was kind of funny. Others can see you as too philosophical, <laughs> but you you ally with others to you ally with others with different personalities to gain new insights. 
That is. I don't think anything you just said was wrong. So I know, accurate. right? Like you. I, okay, so you have, <laughs> and this is just like as of late. You have recently been like spending time with people that are very different from yourself, and instead of being like. Yeah, they were so different. I'm just, I don't think I'm going to hang out with them again. You're like, no, like, I understood something differently from that person. Like, you appreciate it. I know, right? That's it's crazy. not even like, I mean, it's not even a thing that's been around for a while. <laughs> I know, that just recently happened. That's crazy. Um, yeah, you know, but the, the philosophical thing I thought was very interesting. And, and maybe it, you know, because I mean, I do, I, I do like to think that I have a lot of self-awareness and and try to understand how people interpret me and kind of what I do when I talk about things. But sometimes I do. I one of the biggest criticisms I think I have of myself with other people and the way that people respond to me is that I can get too deep sometimes. I can get too far down the rabbit hole, of like because that's where my brain wants to go. My brain wants to dig deeper, deeper, and deeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, just, I, I would say you do that all uh, pretty often. And, the difference is with yeah. like us, like I love that because that's fun for me. Right. <laughs> but I, I totally see why people would be like, Austin, you are way too philosophical. Yeah. Like it's slow just, your roll. Yeah, it's a lot. And and for me, you know, being an extrovert, talking about these things isn't something that is difficult for me to put energy into because I'm just so, I, I just, I want Naturally to, I want to share and I want to, yeah. you know, but yeah, I mean, it, that, that was. That's really interesting. I hate how much. I just I hate this so much. <laughs> okay. So then Anything else? my yeah, well not not on that one, okay. I would say. Um so my soul urge number mm-hmm. is four. Um and this one was there there is one thing that I disagreed with and I'll and I'll I'll tap on that. Um but it talks about you're incredibly reliable and you like that people know it. Um you experiment to learn. Uh, sometimes you can be too practical, but you do things the correct way. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it says you know the way to success. Uh, I did find it interesting that it pointed out that one of the jobs I would be good at, and it specifically said this, mm-hmm. was operations manager, <laughs> which is <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> it was like the and, only example it gave, and too. And you do know the goal. It didn't the, give me... Well, no, it did give me an example. Yeah. Huh? And you know the way to, su- way to success. This is very true. I mean, I, I, I know my way that I think could no, be no, successful. No, no, you, <laughs> no, no, no. But you do. Okay, you, doubt well, your, you doubt the way you can see yourself being successful. That is very true. But you do have <laughs> a very clear plan of how you could be successful. That, that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm very confident about it, at least. Um, you enjoy helping people, but sometimes you take on too much, which I thought was interesting that it kind of lined up with how I, uh, you know, put my what i put myself out there as well yeah um one thing that was interesting and and this has been i would say in my in my spiritual woo-woo journey (laughs) um one thing that's always pointed out is that i seek balance Mm -hmm. um through through everything and that was one particular comment they made in this is that you you do need balance yeah um so one of the things it says is that um he goes, you're, you're going to be purchasing a new vehicle soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And he's like, I see an SUV, <laughs> which no. I drive which, which a is crossover what you have now. SUV. But However, the, the next we were just talking <laughs> in the garage. And it wasn't the SUV. or not. It's not an SUV. However, it's you know not a car either. No, it oh is a bigger God. car. It is yeah, a bigger car. That was, 
I was like, that's not the Corvette that you were either talking about earlier. No, it too. Wasn't. You kind of almost changed your mind into the, this other category. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's so, I literally scary. like, yeah. I mean, it's that's yeah. I was like, that's not that's not cool. Um. Okay. <laughs> and may I just bring up. So what's craziest about this situation right now and have it be like universal energy or just like that we're in the right. Or this is right sponsored time. by Google and it's and been the analytics of knows? our phones listening <laughs> to us for 20 years. If we had looked at all of this, like if we had looked at this numerology stuff last month or the month before, like it wouldn't be as accurate as it is right now, which is the craziest part of this. So maybe we'd try this again in you know, I don't four know. or five I mean, months it's not gonna and see change, if it's the same though, thing. Is it? well, I would assume it does. Well, well, we'll have to. Anyway. But we should we should find that. out because part two. why is this so accurate for now and not? It is. Anyways, and continue. I'll wrap up because I know I've been talking a lot. Sorry. But the one thing that I disagreed that it said is that you might be very athletic and health <laughs> and fitness is very important to you. Which I will say to be on, I, that is something that has become more of a priority for me over the last couple months. But it was like, but it was a priority for you. Whatever you did do prior to work, like working at Viant. That's, I mean, that's true, but that was years ago, and I guess it ebbs and flows, but... Yeah. No, I mean, Nick, you're looking at me with a with a yeah, flustered no. face of... <laughs> I, no, I just... <laughs> but yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, you're, you're also not, like, overweight, or, like, yeah, you that's are... That's true. And, and this goes back to reading into things, because it says you may, you know, uh, you, you may look towards individual sports, which mm. I will say... The most fun sports I've had recently golf. as an adult. Yeah, golf was the one I thought of. How long have you been playing golf? My entire life. Oh, okay. right. That is technically a sport. <laughs> but I will say that that I kind of disagree with that just because I do find enough enjoyment in team-based sports. I don't actually, like, I don't run from that. Some of the most fun I've ever had was when I was after college and I was playing in rec leagues Yeah. Uh, for, for flag football. Um, well, hey, thank God there's at least one thing that's not accurate. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and it said I can accomplish anything I put my mind to. So they here's hoping that, that that's true. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, I really would hope it would say that. Otherwise, <laughs> like, like act, you know, honestly, your life number's telling us you're going to be a complete failure. <laughs> like oh you God. really probably should just stop trying because there's just nothing you can really yeah. do about well, it. It didn't say that specifically to me. Instead, it said things are going to be easier in the future, and remember to have patience. That's with okay. yourself as you are about to live a life of abundance. Ooh. Did you find what it told you your soul needed? Uh, yeah. Uh, I need to stay grounded and focused on things that really matter. Okay. And um, my soul urges to experience life to the fullest. Oh. Did it tell you what your soul urge was, Austin? There was like one specific line. If you didn't catch it, that's fine. I was just I'm curious. pretty sure it was to... To be diligent, okay. so that like to focus on where your goals so you can accomplish them. I mean, and it's yeah. like you have the skills and ability to do it. It's just you need to focus on it. Interesting. Which is obviously very generic, but you know. Okay, <laughs> so I got different numbers than all of you, which I I honestly thought you and I Austin might have like one or two that we right. share. Yeah, me too. Okay, so my life path number is a five. I'm in between you guys, and I don't know if that matters. That is funny that we're like we're we're neighbors. We're we life are, path we're number neighbors. neighbors. <laughs> so this says that people with the life path number five love travel and adventure and variety, which yes, um, I very much do. 
Um, long to experience life to the fullest, thrive during change and not ruffled in times of uncertainty, which I do honestly agree with. Like when things are rocky, I'm usually very calm. Um, crave freedom above all else. This one was interesting to me. I think it's true. Oh, it's a hundred percent true. What have you been saying? I know. What job do you want me to get? So that way you can I also. I really want Nick to have a remote job. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that way you can also be remote. So that I can so that way remote. We can get a what? A travel trailer. So that way you can travel. Yes. And we so can everything travel you across said. the country, working remotely, experiencing life to the fullest. Yes. Check, check, check. It's all correct. Um, then uh, this one was interesting, and I don't know if y'all would agree for this. Accused of being too impulsive, extreme. Um, and also a wild child due to their free spirit. I, we Yeah, when we talked about this the last time when you did it, I think it's true in that the I'm sense impulsive? that... I'm accused of being too impulsive and a wild child? In the sense that you on impulse, if, let's just say, a parent says something to you, you're not just going to not say anything back. So if someone calls me out, I'm impulsive in my reaction. Yeah. That's true. And I, I think you weren't a wild child because, you know, your sister was a little bit more of a wild child and you didn't want to be like I your sister. So I think you held it in. Maybe. Because clearly it's all coming out now. <laughs> and the free spirit thing was interesting because that comes up in every single number thing. Because you guys had some similar stuff, but it wasn't like every single one told you the same exact thing. Right. So... Um, then it says experience more in the past five years than many people have in their entire lives. I don't know if that's a mm. testament to something, but okay, moving on in the essence of time. My expression number is 11, which I'm not sure. I think y'all's, I think it was all pretty varied. Yeah, mine was yeah, seven. Yeah, mine was, I think, four. Okay. So this really. Four plus sh- seven's 11. Just wanted to. <sighs> oh. <laughs> this really struck me that 11 is the master number of inspiration and intuition. It's the visionary number and often, or the person is a visionary and often sees the outcome of circumstances before they happen. They think outside the box. Failure only happens when constrained or stunted creatively. They are a free spirit. The greatest gift is your intuition. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty damn accurate. That's like scary to the point because... As I mentioned before, like I'm learning Reiki and was attuned to the first level of Reiki and like that's all intuitively based. And so for me to like have this desire to like help people through Reiki and intuition and then for this to just be going on and on about intuition, I'm just like, shut up. This is really weird. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, But yeah, that was kind of the main takeaways from the. Just that it was a master number of intuition, which is just kind of crazy. Um, okay, soul urge number. So this is what your soul needs, blah, blah, blah. Mine was nine, which I don't think either of us had nine. What, what was yours, Nick? Was yours five? I think it was five. Or maybe it was six. I don't know. I I could pull it back up. but You should, because <laughs> if it's five, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> All right. I think it was. Was it? You, why? Why would? Because if it was five, I had four, and we would have four plus five <laughs> equals nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, we'll keep going. Okay. Yeah. Um. So nine is the old soul, uh, born with deep intuition and spiritual insight that is meant to be shared. Seeker of knowledge, people are naturally drawn to you. I don't know if that's the case or not. 
Do you think people are naturally drawn to me? We're on Soul Urge, right? Yeah. yeah. Was it a five? Yeah, oh it was a five. No! <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on? Wait, so, oh, actually, here's a question. Yes. On your full name, did you use your married name? Or did at you no, use your we, birth we decided name? to, yeah. Okay, it says so at birth. The other night when we did okay. this, yeah, it says at birth, so we used her. Okay, yeah. gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, yeah. We also didn't use middle names. Because yeah, we I just did. I did. Oh, I did. You didn't? This changes everything. Oh, man, well, I'm going to have to redo mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> this changes just everything. Just use your full birth name, people. Yeah, full birth name. <laughs> All names. Anyways, Even okay, so. seven names. So, yes, so nine, old soul, born with deep intuition and spiritual insight that is meant to be shared. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Because okay. when we did it that Thank night, God. we talked about, that's right, we talked about <laughs> this <laughs> that night. Yeah. Oh, all right, Anyways. well, crisis averted. <laughs> so, question, do does are people naturally drawn to me? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, are I was naturally like... drawn to you. No, I'm not, I mean. That's true. Not as a joke, like we were friends at first. That's true. I found you really well, interesting. I just wasn't sure if that was true and that was like an inaccurate. But I don't know. I only know my own self-experience. I think think people are. I think it it may be different in the sense of I think people want to seek out to talk to you when I'm around you with your family and when I'm around you. Okay. So maybe I interpreted it wrong. Yeah. That way, you know, it's where it's um, I, I think from the story sometimes you tell from your work, I think you have some similar experiences there as well. Where people are kind of like asking you to do more. They're asking you to do That's different true. things. Interesting. Okay. Um, most people recognize you as being appreciative and caring, but at times you can act on idealistic or altruistic motives rather than logic. That I'm not sure about. I'm pretty logical at the same time. Nick's giving me a look. Um, uh, it's not that you're not logical, but I wouldn't say that's your like motive behind things. Logic? Yeah. True. Very okay. True. Okay. Um, you don't so, have, you, but you don't have to get defensive with your own personality <laughs> test. Like, you don't have to fight your own personality. This is true. I shouldn't fight. This it. is all stuff. Just to because think about. it, just because it, it says you're not, you know, dealing with things logically, doesn't mean that you're not logical That's or true. dumb. Like, yeah. do you want to be logical? Do you want to be more? I logical? feel like I'm pretty balanced. Anyways, okay. It's my soul's urge to let my finely tuned intuition guide me and others. That is kind of spooky, isn't it? Yeah. Very spooky. You want everyone to benefit from your knowledge and experience. Moody and emotional at times, your strong moral sense and natural compassion make you a tolerant person. Don't know if I'm necessarily moody, but I do think I'm pretty tolerant. Um, it says for me to focus on inner growth. Oh, okay. So the thing that I said earlier. So the crazy thing. So you obviously put single, Austin, in right, your marital course, status. Yeah. I put married. Obviously, yeah. Obviously. We should all be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. So it go, It went into like, oh, you got married young. There are people in your family that might disagree with the fact that you got married young. Um, but then it also says your mother married young, which is true. and it said your husband can be stubborn and distracted like what you tell him goes in one ear and out the other he's not as sensitive to detail as you which leaves you feeling frustrated which is what i told you to hold on to at the beginning because that is so freaking accurate yeah that's weird that it this personality test was brought to you by google yeah maybe (laughs) but oh my gosh like that's scary yeah that's really well if, if, if if it came out that they were recording everything 
And that's where this came from. I would not be surprised. But, if there's but one, okay, is right. it's interesting so how if there's one critical if there's one critical point I can make about that, that sounds super stereotypical. Like it's In very stereotypical oh, yeah. that I mean, women well, are more detail oriented, like more emotionally charged, like and and husbands can seem aloof because oh, sure. of that, and that the difference. like and the age too. Like you put your age in. And That's true. I mean, but the mom thing. But the mom thing, your your mom's generation, a lot of them married. True. Younger. We put our age in. Yes, yeah. you did. You the probably oh, gave it a birth. Yeah. yeah. The very beginning. Also true. So maybe yeah, maybe it's just taking in. So yeah, generation. I mean, okay, fine. Let's not freak out too much. I'm not freaking out. Okay, so then it also said you're very committed. Once you make a decision, you stick to it. That is very also accurate. The interesting thing is that it says our seventh year of marriage will be a significant one, mm-hmm. and we are almost to year four. Woohoo! So apparently, there's something to very much look forward to. Um, it says in mind that within the next four years, I'll have something significant happen. So oh shoot! Oh my goodness! By this time next year, your financial circumstances will change for the better. Also good. Yeah, I hope I get that job. Yeah. Um, it says, I'm observant, nurturing, good sense of humor, excellent hostess, and I will accomplish the secret goal that I hold dear. Hmm. So, yeah, this is uh, quite crazy. Speaking of relationships, I didn't say that part of mine, and I probably should have. So, you know, you put single in, so it talks about... Please get into that, and then we will wrap up. Yeah, it talks <laughs> it, for mine. It gave me that, um, and this is the part that I overheard and started yeah. making gave faces. A look. <laughs> yeah, that I'm not very domesticated or introverted, but that I attract women both older and younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but that the one that I'll actually fall in love with is somebody who is hard to get. So somebody I have to actually work for, which which makes absolute right sense. and i've always thought that i mean i mean that's that's kind of a you know if someone came along and was great but then it was like the most easiest thing in the world i mean i probably at this point would probably still go for it <laughs> but it just really kind of depends you know maybe in a certain sense they were you know difficult to get because of all the work i had to put into myself to get to that point where it was so easy maybe, maybe. but you know th- like i said you very can interpret that in a number of ways but yeah the both older sure. and younger thing was very interesting very interesting very, since, uh, accurate yeah since i've dated you know, older women and older women and younger women <laughs> but like significantly older and not i wouldn't say significantly younger i mean somebody just tried to set you up with somebody that was significantly younger so also true, true. Holy so crap. That is you true. do attract older and younger women well you know when you're single and my age there's single finally ready to mingle. there's finally you know young enough women that it's a- legal appropriate <laughs> yeah whether or not it's appropriate yeah all right anyways well, well so yeah this was fun this was different um, we really encourage you guys to take the different tests and kind of we'll get we'll post on our Facebook and Reddit and everything and get kind of talking about it. Um, but yeah, really interesting. We'd love to hear your thoughts, you know, and it's it's it can seem silly that we spent time talking about all this and like taking the tests, But I think it comes down to the fact that one of the most important things you can do for yourself is understand yourself and learn about yourself and take the time to, you know, Dive deep on who you are. Maybe like we've been going through, maybe some of these things aren't accurate, but maybe they are. And maybe it's showing you um, your tendencies. And yeah, it's maybe, helping you to like evaluate yourself. Yeah. Are you, I think Austin, you said it earlier, like maybe this will show you 
outwardly, maybe you're not being authentically who you are. And that's important to understand. Yeah. Having, you know, and I, and I would encourage you to share, you know, whatever the results are with, with somebody that you trust to talk about these things. You don't have to just, you know, blast it, but it's important to have that conversation because like, like Rosalind said, I mean, I think one thing that we can sometimes get caught up in is, is not being who we want to be. Um, or we're asking too much of ourselves and that can cause stress and, and, you know, put, put undue stress on what we're trying to, to do in a day to day, uh, life. Um, so, so really trying to evaluate what your strengths and weaknesses are can really help you commit yourself to what you're doing. Know you're on the right path, uh, put your energy in the right places and, you know, hopefully try to avoid as many, you know, as many things that can separate what your true self is and what you, what you want to be, you know, and, and and close the gap between those two. Yeah, for sure. Because all we want to do in life is just grow and live the happiest life we can. And we wish that for all of you guys. So yeah, we will see you again next week. We hope you enjoyed it and uh, see you next time. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.